Hello, I am Emmanuel, and this is his word podcast coming to you from Grace House. In this episode, we are starting a new series on guiding principles for choosing a life partner. The part one of it is titled, which we are taking now, is titled Choosing a Life Partner, the biggest or most important decision after salvation. Before we proceed, I'd like us to read the following Bible passages. Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 to 23. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib in which the rib which the Lord God had taken from man he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Let us also read Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 22. Proverbs 18 and verse 22. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. In the New Living Translation, it says, The man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. And in the Amplified Version, that Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a true and faithful wife finds a good thing and obtains favor and approval from the Lord. Can we also read Proverbs 19 and verse 14? The New Kingdom Version puts it this way, Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. In the Amplified it says, House and wealth are the inheritance from fathers, but a wise, understanding, and sensible wife is a gift and blessing from the Lord. Can we say again, choosing a life partner, a marriage partner, is the most important decision you'll make outside of choosing to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Why? This is because whom you marry can make a difference between your success and failure in any endeavor in life, in ministry, in professional practice, in business, any endeavor at all. It can even make a difference between your making heaven and hell or hell. The idea we're looking at this part of this epi- or this epi- uh, part of the series is what should be the focus in searching for a life or marriage partner. From the past, one of the passages we read, it says, Whoso finds a wife finds a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. Whosoever finds a wife finds a treasure. So looking for a wife is a good thing. It's very crucial in life. It's important. And it takes God's favor and mercy to find a wife or a husband. And when you have found a prudent wife, a faithful wife, an understanding wife, a sensible wife, you have also obtained the favor of God. It's God's favor that causes you to get a faithful wife, a prudent wife, a sensible wife, an understanding wife. And you need it in life. 
you need to find the wife that will be a help really to you. Whereas you can inherit money and property. You can inherit riches from your fathers. When it comes to getting a prudent wife or a faithful husband, the Bible says, is from the Lord. It is not from your acquaintances in that you hold meetings with in hotel rooms. It's not from hanging out with your friends and in a, a, a cinema hall. It's not from hanging out here and there. If you are looking for a prudent wife, a sensible wife, an understanding wife, the Bible says it is from the Lord. It is not because you know how to hang out correctly or you know how to run about a sister or as a sister you know how to capture and captivate a brother with all the things around you that you get a good husband. We want to establish and agree from what we read in Proverbs 18.22 from Proverbs 19.14 that a prudent wife, a faithful husband can only come from the Lord. So because a prudent wife, a faithful husband comes only from the Lord when considering the issue of a life partner or a marriage partner, the only place to go to, the first place to go to, and the last place to go to is to the Lord. You might think a sister looks so beautiful, so intelligent, so humble, and all the attributes you can use to qualify somebody that is good. You might think that a brother looks so handsome and has a bright future. But may we ask you, do you know any man in the true sense of knowing the man? Do you know what is in a man. The Bible says in John, uh, yeah, in the book of John, that Jesus did not commit himself to any man because he knew what is in man. But I ask you, do you know what is in a man? Do you know what is in a woman? Do you know what that sister will become tomorrow? Or what that brother will become in the future? Anything that is not from the Lord or anyone that is not from the Lord can never be a favor but instead can be a disfavor, a dishonor, a fire. Any lady that does not come from the Lord can never be a favor to any man. That young person who tells you that he can't live without you, those guys that are telling you their life will be miserable and will seem colorless and empty when you are not part of their life, is just expressing a desire. Desire does not equal the will of God. Desire does not equal love. That may be a form of love, but it's not the sort of love or the type of love that we hold a marriage together through the years. That he tells you out of emotion, oh, I love you past my mother. I, I cannot do anything in life without you. My life is incomplete without you. Hmm. Check it. What is he saying? Where is those words? Uh, where are those words coming from? Why they may feel they need you today, it's possible that five months from now, or six months from now, or a year from now, even ten years, you will no longer meet their need. And they will find that they need someone else. Especially when you are using gifts to keep them down. Somebody might have a better gift, a bigger gift to give. And if the gift is what is tying both of you together, then you can be sure that there will be a change. When somebody who can, who has, when a, a higher bidder has come into the show. Now that you know that a prudent wife and a faithful husband comes from the Lord, how do you go about it? Make sure you ask the Lord for discernment. Show me the way I should go. For 
To you I lift up my soul. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. That is in Psalm 143 verse 8 and 10. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will direct your path. Trust in the Lord with how many of your heart? All your heart. Not part of it. Don't make an idol in your heart. In one part of your heart. And trust the Lord in another part. No. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart. Depend not. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will direct your path. Including searching for a life partner. Seek for the will of God. Make sure you pray. Pray and pray. Show me the path where I should walk. Oh Lord. That's one of the prayers you can pray. Point out the right road for me to follow. Many are following several roads that do not lead to the will of God, especially in the area of marriage. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. That's Psalm 24 verses 4 and 5. Note that verse 18 of Genesis chapter 2 says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him, a help comparable to him, a help suitable for him. Now, whereas that scripture or that verse of scripture could be in general sense talking for every man, when it comes to settling down and looking for the will of God for marriage, it is an you know that's an estate established for man to go into and fulfill the will of God in a general sense. But before you go into marriage, you must clear for yourself personally, as the Lord God said, it is not good for me to be alone. Now, is this the time for me to marry? To marry, In the plan and purpose of God, is it time for me to begin to look for a partner? God does everything beautiful in his own time. So says Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Say for everything there is a time and for every purpose under heaven. The first thing to determine as a young fellow who wants to get married is as the Lord God said, it is not good for you to be alone at this time. Note, at this time in your life. Then you must also determine what is the reason for you to want to enter marriage now. Search your spirit. Find out. Is it not because everybody in your fellowship, everybody in your circle of friends, everybody in your place of work, all your friends are hooking up with one girl or one guy? Is that why you want to hook up to so that you will belong? As a Christian and a disciple of Christ, you don't enter into anything because others are rushing into it. Not even marriage. If the Lord has not said to you in a specific sense that it is not good for you to be alone now. If the Lord has not said that. If God has not said you are right for the, for the for marriage state now and you are rushing ahead of God, it might be dangerous for you. In fact, it is dangerous for you. To run ahead God now may be dangerous. Wasting your experience, lavishing your love that should have been allowed to grow and not mature for the person he has been preparing for you 
wasting it now might be dangerous. So we ask you, has God shown you what you are to do for him that will require a help? What is your purpose? What is your agenda in the overall plan of God? What specific assignment has God given to you that you would need a help now? Can you check? For Adam, before God said it is not good for the man to be alone concerning Adam, already he has a purpose, an assignment, something that God has called him into doing for him. As a brother, you must discover your purpose in life. The assignment God has given you for which you need a help meet for you. As a young sister, you must realize that whatever level of education, whatever you have in life, whatever your professional achievement, whatever anointing you carry, marriage will turn you to a help for the man you are going to marry. So it is very crucial that you find out from the Lord. This man that is asking my hand in marriage, what is the assignment you have given him for which I am to be a help? Now, if that man has nothing to do and is not thinking about the plan and the purpose of God for his life, what becomes of your vision, your own purpose, your anointing, and your career or ministry in the life of that man? The picture we have of marriage here is that of work, of purpose, and of assignment. So the first question should be, Lord, what would you have me do? What is my purpose in life? For Adam, we said, God has given him a purpose and a vision to fulfill for which he needs a help suitable for him, a help meet for him. So after you have sorted that out, the next we see is that God desires to make for you a help suitable, a help meet, and a help appropriate for you, a custom-made partner for you. If God says he will make a help suitable for him, a help meet for him, it only means not just a help for the moment, but a help that will life last lifelong. So many brothers are working short of the dimension of God in their ministries today because their wives cannot fit into the dimension of the work today. Initially, yes, they could. They filtered into it. But as the ministry was growing, as the assignment was growing, because the woman was the woman was not initially caught for that man he could not fit in when god makes a help suitable he works he makes it according to the foreknowledge of what the dimension of the calling of that man will be in the future the present and the future so many sisters who carry heavy unction and anointing today for the same reason are redundant because there is not a man to help. The husband they have does not require the anointing, the grace that God has deposited in them. So you must sort out this issue of, you know, what God has called you to do and what God has called that man that is asking your hand in marriage to do and how you will fit into being a help suitable for him. Or how she will feed being a help suitable for you. And that is the essence of this part of this a, a series. Choosing a life partner. Very crucial in your calling. Very crucial in your purpose 
in the overall plan of God, getting the correct, the right partner. And we have established that it is from the Lord. Whereas you can inherit wealth, buildings, vehicles, cars, estates, companies from your father, but a prudent wife, a sensible wife, an understanding wife, a wife that will meet your all, all purpose of God for your life or for all times is from the Lord. So this hour, we want to ask you as we pray to consider a young person instead of wasting your time running around sisters, instead of wasting your time, you know, sampling sisters, instead of wasting your time, you know, sampling brothers, why don't you allow God to establish you, to develop you physically, spiritually, emotionally, to make you into the man he would want you to be, into the woman he would want you to be. And at the appropriate time, he will bring the wife, the help that is suitable, appropriate for you. Same for you, sister. Allow God to develop you. If the beauty you are carrying is the only thing you can afford, the external beauty. But the scripture in First Peter chapter 3 talks about that inner beauty, which in the sight of God is of precious it's precious. Would you allow God to develop it before you begin to think of a man that you are going to be a helpful? So we pray this hour that the Lord will help you to sort out this issue and consider it properly and do the needful. God releasing grace upon your life. And when a proper time will come that God who gives a prudent wife, an understanding wife, a sensible wife will give you your own wife. At same thing, the Lord will lead you to this brother he has prepared for you and has prepared you for. It requires patience and the Lord release that patience upon you now. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen.